What's up, bootstrappers? We're back. It's exciting to be back in the studio, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, honestly, I was thinking about earlier, like how long it's been since we've been in the studio. And I was like, oh, it hasn't been that long. And then I was like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, it has. It's been like four months. It really has. But it's been a good four month break for us. I think we have a lot coming up this season. So I'm excited to get back into it. Oh, my gosh. There's so much to catch up on and I can't wait. I'm so excited y'all are all here. So uh, let's get started. I'm excited for this. By the way, I wish you guys could see us, our outfits oh. today. Somehow, <laughs> matching. we're matching. <laughs> All black, sparkly shoes, our hair done. I even put a little makeup on for you guys. <laughs> I'm loving this. This is going to be an exciting season. Let's go. All right, we're back. And uh, again, I still kind of feel like I'm feeling nostalgic, even though I'm already here. <laughs> it's like deja vu. When was the last time I was here? Because I saw myself here. It was before Dia de los Muertos. That's how long it's been. It's been a long time. We did a hard pause um, when, when Dia de los Muertos was happening because, I mean, our lives got insane. And then there was traveling. There's just been so much going so on. Much. Our lives have taken over, but it's been good. And I think everything business-wise has been great. And, I mean, there's just a lot that we've been able to do in the last four months. But so much that we want to like we miss you guys and i think we've received a couple people saying when are y'all coming back i'm like soon and i think we even talked about it at christmas all right we're gonna get back we're gonna get back and obviously here we are it's now march and we're back oh my gosh it's, it's march <laughs> i had a moment yesterday where i literally like was talking all about the month as if it were february i was looking at the dates as if they were february luckily all of the Fridays match up with the date. So even though I was talking February, they matched up with March. No harm, no foul. But <laughs> yeah, I I, it, I can't believe it's March. Yeah, somehow we're here. It's like someone fast forwarded and like, eh, skip, skip. Here we are. I'm like, okay, already. And then of course, it doesn't even feel like March because everywhere, I mean, everywhere, you guys, the weather is crazy around everywhere. Oh my gosh, there's already blue bonnets. Yes. <laughs> which I was in LA this past week um, to do some stuff for like Creative Waco and some of the big Love It, like music festivals, stuff that we have going on. And I swear to God, LA was giving New York. Like it was giving hard New York vibes. It was 55 degrees and raining. Um, not a vibe. Definitely not. Not when you go to LA. You expect sunny, perfect weather. You know, maybe sneak over to the beach for a little bit. But you guys... Ended up in rain and chilliness. Yeah, so we uh, compensated that by staying indoors. And by staying indoors, I mean staying in bars. <laughs> Market research. Market research. Market research, for sure. <laughs> Business trip right there. You see how you just bring it all home to, you know what? Right off. <laughs> Which, speaking of, um, I went into this amazing bar that was really close to the hotel we were staying at. I mean, it was the most phenomenal, like, tapas, but, like... They were all like skewers and sake and it was just so good. But the one thing I took away from this was I loved their menu layout and mm -hmm. I am about to print our new menus that completely took the idea of their layout. Now, still our vibe, still our style, but I did take it. Obviously, <laughs> they inspired the layout and that's the whole concept. Of, and we've talked about this. Sometimes it means going somewhere else seeing what someone else is doing it and making it your own. Exactly. And it's not stealing when they're a thousand miles away. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did not take anything off the menu. Just just the layout. And y'all will see. Follow us. You'll see them. Come into the bar. You'll see the new menu tomorrow. I'm excited for that. <laughs> so catch us up. What have you been up to lately? Oh, my God. Um, well, since we stopped recording and stopped being in the studio, it's been a lot. Also traveling, um, getting a lot of things going with the agency. Um have a new business coming in and we're forming that entity. So it's, it's been exciting. Um, it's obviously all come from the networking that we've done over the last year. Um, that's something that's truly important for me, the way that we, we network with other people, not only because I want to see, Hey, what can you do for me? But I wanted to build a relationship with some of these people. And now, um, this new business venture is going to be with five other partners that I've been able to get to know and see, and we're, um, launching this whole new thing and I'm excited. Um, and so it's just taken a whole lot of our time. Um, and so I've focused a lot on that. Um, obviously family life is amazing. The kids are great. Uh, our, my youngest son is headed to A&M. So Ooh, giga Maggie's <laughs> crazy times with the kids. But yeah, I mean, everything's really been going great. Nancy's Cocina, obviously doing great with state classy Waco. So I hope you guys are, um, trying to, you know, especially now vacation times coming up, spring breaks coming up. Um, y'all definitely make Waco a destination. Come see us. And if you're local, if you haven't been into state classy, come try it out. It's going to be amazing to see everybody. That's awesome. I literally like, I, and just the other day, a friend of ours, his name is Ollie. He has a TikTok um, called The Englishman in Texas. And he is phenomenal. Find him on TikTok. He's great. Um, but he comes into our bar and he did a whole thing about your tacos, about how much he loves your tacos. <laughs> I love that. And I think, you know what, after seeing a lot of places open and being able to try everything and, and it just hones in. Honestly, with Nancy's Cocina at State Classy Waco, we're just taking it back to simplicity. And I think that's one thing when, when I'm making my food, I'm like, I don't want to throw all the jazz in it I, because the tacos are going to speak for themselves. And it's just so good. Brian was actually asking, he's like, I know we make these at Classy all the time, but can we have some tacos tonight? I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, do I not cook this already all weekend long? And I'm like, of course. And so made tacos and it's like, it's just the simplicity aspect of just having a really good taco. <laughs> So good. Yeah. Oh, you're making me hungry. I've not eaten lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so over Christmas, you know, we went to, uh, we do the four Christmases thing and I, we went to Jacob's family's house and they have this big like potluck thing. And of course, what did we bring? Uh, we brought the alcohol. Um, so we brought in a whole bar. So we went to like Specs and Twins and got like all of these different things, made a custom menu, like named drinks after like Jacob's dad and his stepmom. And like it was it was a hit. And I taught all the kids how to make mocktails. <laughs> um, I had to have now did my hand have to hold the shaker while they were shaking? Yes. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Having Aunt Katie, what did you teach my kid today? How to make a mocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cool aunt, okay? I'm the cool aunt. Am I a little unhinged? Absolutely, but I'm the cool aunt. You know, for anybody <laughs> listening that knows my child here in Waco, please understand why the other day she asked, I brought her into classy. We were getting everything ready. And she's like, can I have a pickle shot? I'm like, I have had you here too long. <laughs> because full disclosure, she loves pickle juice. But where the heck she got the shot aspect? She's like, well, daddy gives it to me in a little cup. And I'm like, 
This is why your school's already calling me. She invites kids and says, hey, let's go to the bar. Because she helps out in the business and she's here. And I'm like, this, we, need to, we need to hone this back in. Oh, uh, I'm going to get a PTA referral. <laughs> but now you see, obviously, let's teach kids low mocktails. Hey, it's a life skill. It really is. I mean, they're, they're going to great money they're, in college bartending. <laughs> I think bartending and the whole concept of mixology is amazing. I think people should really try it especially when you're hosting events who doesn't want to have an amazing cocktail or mocktail for their guests i mean honestly it's 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 a vibe and i love when people talk about our mocktails at the bar because we really do put a lot of effort into them like they're you know yeah we're still charging i mean we don't charge what we charge for a cocktail but it's not like three dollars because it's not just like soda water and like it's not a shirley temple you know what i mean it's it's muddled cucumber mint all of these different things which speaking of uh during our hiatus i went on the news to make a mocktail for dry january and i get to the the news station I'm like setting up all my stuff I put it all together in this little kit and we're lo- like rolling live and as I'm shaking this cocktail I realized I didn't bring my uh strainer so I had to literally like like hold it like in a certain way and slowly drain it while also keeping my composure and making a complete mess um yeah that 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 was great <laughs> But I'm glad you mentioned that. I think a lot more is coming into the whole concept of dry January is sticking with people or there's people that are like, hey, you know what? I just want to stick to the sobriety aspect. Like, how can you still allow me to have that experience? Um, And I was talking to somebody today about that because they're like, no, I can't have this or I can't have that. They want to stick to the whole, you know, being more healthier, but still want to enjoy the vibe of I want to have something that's Instagrammable. I want to be able to go out with my friends. And I'm like, well, you know what? I think you should definitely come check out Stay Classy. I was like, we always have an amazing list of mocktails. But I was like, I know if if it's something that we talk about ahead of time, you know, Stay Classy can put together a sugar-free mocktail because it's that amazing to be able to put something together and for people to say, oh, I love what it looks like. I can so see myself posting this. And we have an amazing space, guys. And I think our mural makes it phenomenal. Oh, the for mural. A that is an update. We have a mural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's great. And, you know, one thing that we touch base on um, that I'm really excited about is, um, you know, like we touch base on this in season one, which was like your team and empowering your team and training your team. And that's something that we are actually doing in our backspace bar is letting the bartenders create their own menu and just kind of do something different. That way it keeps it fresh and I don't have to do any of the work. (laughs) It allows for our customers to get to know the bartenders. Each one has its own own vibe on their menu and they all taste delicious the ones that i've been able to taste you know when they're trying to plan okay this is what's going to be on my menu this is what i'm going to name it you can see that they're putting a lot of effort into this and that's what you're going to get you're going to get great cocktails and all of them are amazing at what they do they're every single one that i've had and i get to try a couple more tonight which i'm really excited about (laughs) (laughs) you know um no but so like i know that with the insurance business you're actually opening up another location aren't you well so we partner with a couple friends out in Austin. So we worked on that a lot. And I think um, I was able to go to Austin while Katie was in Austin as well. (laughs) And, you know, we're kind of finalizing a few details and that's kind of where the partnership's coming from. We're building a whole new business concept from this. Um, But it's allowed us to be in Austin and back um, over 
you know, end of January, we were able to be in Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, and Atlanta. Um, so we had a lot of fun with it. That's so cool. Oh my goodness. Like, I just feel like there's so many things happening so fast and it's probably why we haven't had a podcast in four months, but <laughs> yeah, four months. It's it, I, when you say it, I'm like, has it really been four months? I mean, two months from now, it'll be half a year. Glad we got onto this now. Six months would have been too much. Plus, I think the whole concept that, that we obviously started with was discussing our business ventures, our failures in it. And then obviously all this new stuff that we're kind of doing, it's still kind of like, all right, when we're helping plan an event or when we're a part of a board or what we're learning, it, it's all things that we're saying, hey, guys, if this is something you're interested, get involved in your community, come to the, these meetings, um, because a lot of this that we do in the community takes our community. I mean, we need people there. We need people to come in and volunteer or be a part of it. But also for the business aspect, like you said, you were just in LA, you were able to see a bar, you were able to see how they did their things. And you loved one thing. You're like, I'm going to implement that at my bar. Absolutely. And so that's kind of where the ideas flow. It might mean get out of that one space and go put yourself in a different, you know, space and just see it. See it differently from a different perspective. I mean, the conference we were at was literally us with other cities that are doing exactly very similar things that we're doing with Creative Waco. And we got to talk to other cities and what their like hangups have been and, and how they fundraise for their events and how do they get their artists to come in. And it was cool talking to literally cities from all over the United States, almost said the world, but the United States, I mean, Hawaii, Alaska, Florida, mm. Vermont, all over. And like Hawaii has completely completely different like issues that we have like completely different meaning like it's hard to get them to get any artists to come and perform for them because they're on an island that's very expensive to get to and so but on their team is a sound person and their sound so sound costs them hardly anything so it's like different things like that that it's like um kind of building off of learning how they got to where they are and I mean it's been great I love it, especially when you can put yourself in a setting. It's like a little master networking situation where everybody brings kind of their own experience, their own misses and how to how to solve it. You know, for something you could have given them a solution, an idea, and now they get to try it. So it's great when you can come together like that. And oh, for sure. That's how a lot of these events are definitely coming to fruition. That's actually what we're about to do right after this podcast um, is we are going to uh, office hours after hours at Stay Classy uh, with the Hispanic Chamber. And it's a, an opportunity for you as maybe an entrepreneur or a business owner or just a community member of like how you can get involved, how you can do certain things or maybe fix things or get more involved with the chamber, the benefits of the chamber, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm really excited about that because uh, I love an excuse to drink and network. <laughs> and that is happening every Wednesday in March so if you guys aren't able to make it out tonight to stay classy make sure you know check it out for next week or the following week so yeah all the way through March uh there's like four Wednesdays in March <laughs> plenty of opportunities to come out absolutely um well I think it's we're gonna take a really quick break and then right after uh I think we can kind of like dive into a little bit of our uh topic today and um something that we that's really like really been important to us. It's been coming up a lot with us. Um, and so I'm really excited to discuss it with you because I think it's a hot take. I think so too. It'll be <laughs> definitely a helpful tip. <laughs> and we're back. 
So exciting to see what we're about to talk about, you guys. Yeah, no, um, you know, we kind of touched base on it just right before this, but, you know, with going to the Levitt Conference and talking with everybody, we had a whole workshop on how to raise money and ask for money because um, the Levitt Grant, which is from the Levitt Foundation, they granted Creative Waco and the city of Waco basically $90,000 to be used over three years. So that's $30,000 a year for a three-year music series. Um, and they have a lot of requirements, which, you know, quality and stuff, their name's tied to it. But one of it is that it has to be at minimum a 10-week series. So you've got to take this $30,000 and use it over 10 weeks, which goes real fast. Uh, we were talking to one group where they're spending half their $30,000 just on a stage rental alone. Um, and it's like, what is left? So you've got to ask for more money, basically, not from Levitt, but you've got to raise money. You've got to raise money. And I think a lot of people don't um, really see it. Um what it takes to put an event like this on. Um, and obviously we've done a couple events. Um, we've done the other Muertos. We've, you know, obviously you're now working with Levitt. Um, we've got other little smaller um, fundraisers that we're working on, but each one, everything, the key concept here, it takes money. Absolutely. In order to put anything on. And it's great to start. You guys, obviously for the Levitt program, you guys have 30000 each year to start with, but that doesn't mean that's what it costs to throw that event for 10 weeks. Yeah, um, so absolutely not. <laughs> I think a huge portion of, of this situation is going to be how to have that relationship with people or partnership. And this is kind of where the whole concept of networking is important because you kind of know who you know in the area and who you know that's going to be willing to say, how can I help you? You just say it. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head partnership, you know, a sponsorship. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're going to get lucky and somebody's going to give you money just to put their name on something. They're probably not going to get a whole lot out of it, but they just want us to be supportive. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you're strategic about it and you're, and you really think about it and you build that partnership with a sponsor or a potential sponsor, you can be so much more effective and get those bigger numbers. Um, and, and one of those ways is really doing a good job of what are the benefits to the sponsor for them to give you this money? Because it's a business transaction. You know, it's, it's not like there's this giant pot of money that businesses need to spend. I mean, that's a myth that, oh, businesses donate money to avoid taxes. Yes, it does offset it. And there are some benefits, but they could spend that on extra staff, advertising, all things offset the taxes. No, 100%. And, and the whole thing about here is when you build that relationship, it changes it from being so transactional to now being an intent intentional situation and the relationship aspect and the reason why I mean yes it's always going to be called a sponsorship but when you build a relationship with who's giving you that money to put on that event you now are able to say hey like for instance when Stay Classy or Nancy's Cocina we're, we're partnering saying hey let's support this cause we're now you know, saying, hey, make sure you guys become a member of the Hispanic Chamber. See what the Chamber can do for you guys. Go to the events. You know, we're actually discussing who our partner is because we want to keep promoting. We want to keep having more people go to them because they supported our events and vice versa. And I think that's where it's really going to help to not just be like, hey, you know, so-and-so gave us five grand. Great. See you later. I'll call you next year. That's not really what you want to build. You want to make sure that it's very intentional of why you're asking for this money and what you're able to provide them in return and for it to be a consistent kind of partnership for, for as long as you want it. Because you know what? This event's going to be an annual situation. Next year, they'll give you again. 
Absolutely. And then, and like you said, it's when you're intentional about it and you're intentional about the sponsorship and you as the sponsor can also say like, I'm trying to build this narrative about my business. So if, if I'm trying to do X, Y, Z in a, in a certain community, it's one thing to open up a brick and mortar in that space. It's like, okay, well, you did that. What What are you doing for the community? It's also a way for them to give back. So it can be transactional in that way. So tell them, this is going to be a community-based event. This is going to have a lot of people who is your target audience. Get your name, get your, rec- your name recognition in front of them. And then also show that you actually care about the community and it's not just for about money, um, which again, that's, that is very bland and generic example. But at the end of the day, that is something that is important and something you, as somebody who is raising money, can convey to a potential sponsor. And I think we have to remember this. And and this was kind of a little topic that was discussed at a at a coffee date that I had. A lot of people like Right now, especially for the kids in our community, their T-balls are coming up, their soccer games, their basketball games. They're starting to want to ask for those uh, sponsorships. You know, can you sponsor my team? Can you do this? Can you do that? And that's the whole reason for us as a business to say, we know what it took to get here. We want to give back to our community by helping rather put on the event. And you guys, that's not an easy task. I think a lot of people kind of glorify it like, oh, look at them. They're on another board or this or that. It's a lot of work. It's and a lot of free work. It's a lot of, <laughs> I was going to say, and it's free work. Um, so when we give our time, you know, that's already one thing we're giving. But then when we go another step and say, hey, you know, you know, State Class is going to put the the space and uh, Nancy's Cocina is going to go ahead and put the appetizers. Like we're trying to give back to our community so that you guys feel welcome to come into these events and not have to be like, oh, the tickets are, you know, $500. We're trying to make sure that it's very more of, of our community coming back and seeing what we put on together. Together, and also what anybody can be involved in, if I'm not mistaken, right? Absolutely. Every event, we, we always say we need volunteers. And I think that's where something is where the community can give back. If it's not in a monetary way, it's by sharing the events. It's by showing up to the events. It's by volunteering your time. I think that's very valuable, too. Uh, sweat equity is worth so much. Um, I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank lately. Um, sweat I equity love means Shark a lot. Tank, I you guys. You have Tank. no idea. God, I love it. I've, I'm obsessed, and I've somehow ended up on Shark Tank TikTok. So I get like daily new clips of Shark Tank. I've got like brilliant ideas in my brain. I dreamed up one. I'm not talking about it on the podcast. There's no way I'm ever going to invent it, but. One day when you never it does, know, you never know. And, and I mean, I think last season we talked a little bit about this too. I'm, I'm all about investing on a good opportunity. Well, so. let me tell you about it after this podcast. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving away my billion dollar Mark Cuban idea. All right. Mark Cuban, invest in me. I don't even need to tell you what it is. Trust me. I'll make you richer. <laughs> richer than what he is. Wait, who's your favorite shark? <laughs> Let's see. Honestly, Mark Cuban's great. I love Mark Cuban. Love Mark Cuban. I love his honesty. But Robert. I love Robert. There is just something about him. I feel like his he genuinely I'm not saying that the other sharks don't care. Um, but I feel like he really genuinely cares about when he's discussing something to either pitch or even to say, I'm out. It's not like I'm out. That's worthless. I'm out. 
And for those reasons, I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so my favorite is definitely Lori. Love Lori. Oh, I love her. She's great. I love her. Um, when she's passionate about something and when she really wants a deal and she's trying to get it from the other person, I just watched a clip where she like, it was this knife sharpening company and she like pulled them off to the side to be like, no, I need this deal. Like, I want this deal. And I was like, I love that. I love just this. She knows it. what she wants she and she's she going to get it. A woman is always going to get what she wants. No offense. But let's discuss <laughs> Mr. Wonderful real Oh, quick. Mr. Wonderful. Because I don't want to leave him out. I love Mr. Wonderful. He can be a little nasty sometimes. And I feel like even when the little kids come up and they have an idea... I mean, I'm not knocking any kids' ideas. I'm sure they're going to succeed. But he's very quick to say, this isn't going anywhere. I, for that reason, I'm out. I'm like, oh, you just killed like, their dreams. Their <laughs> there was one the other day, though. I think it was the Lego glue one. It was this, like, uh, dissolvable Lego glue. And he was really sweet and invested. And I was like... Did somebody like He's write him a, a Yelp review or soft something? Spot or something? I think he does have a soft spot. Um, Barbara, I love them all. <laughs> They're all great. I love them. But yeah, no, Mark, even I love the way that he's become a shark and he's been able to do so much. Um, but Robert just has that soft spark. You know, I also love when they bring in the uh, the guest sharks and they brought the guy who invented the ring. The ring. I, was, I saw that episode uh, and I loved it. I'm like, the fact that y'all all said no to him. And now he's a shark. Like a billionaire. A billionaire shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like y'all said no. Yeah, that, that was their biggest mistake they've ever made. I remember them saying that, yep. But, you know, anything like that can happen. Somebody's going to pass up an opportunity. Somebody's going to reject, you know, sponsoring your event or sponsoring or helping you in your business, whatever that may be. Keep going in it. Um, I remember I was... Two days ago, we were discussing like how a business should become a business if you want to just keep it like a side gig or if you want to be a legitimate business, you know, get an entity, website, all that stuff. Um, but a lot of times people don't understand how much money they've made, um, especially right now. It's tax season, you guys. Everybody's filing their taxes. They're trying to figure out how much money they made for the year. And when you're hearing your CPA tell you, oh, you made this much, and you look back and you're like, but where did it go? Where, where is, is it? it? It's because... <laughs> you guys need to find a way to definitely be more organized in your financial situations um, in order to have a viable and profitable business. And I don't know why, and I don't know if this is something that you've ever been like approached on. I literally in the last month got asked, Nancy, do you pay yourself? And I replied back, I would never work for free. If I expect someone to like, if I'm going to go do a job somewhere, I know somebody's going to pay me. So if I'm going to do a job for myself and it, it's in my business, I'm already investing my time into this, but I don't think anyone should ever work for free. It's like know your worth and knowing the value of what you put into it. And I would hope if you have a business, there's going to be some sort of monetary compensation. There is a lot to be said for, you know, I have never cut myself a check for Stay Classy, um, nor has Jacob ever been cut a check, um, you know, and we're about a year and a half in, but there are a lot of benefits to the other things that you get. Like, you know, we have a business vehicle, you know, we have our cell phone, our internet, our, you know, there are things, there's part of your house. There are a lot of things See, that are beneficial. They're beneficial that you're, you're not paying yourself a check and I don't necessarily have to have a paycheck that I give right. myself, but my home is paid for oh, yeah. and, and you know, the, my car is paid for, but to, to hear that they're like, no, it all went back into the business, but I don't, I don't, I never saw anything for myself. 
that's where I'm like, well, let, let's kind of bring that in a little bit and and see where your expenses are, see where your money's really going, what you're doing with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because I'm not necessarily saying cut yourself a check, but if it's not paying for something, then what exactly is it? How can you scale money? back? How can you, yes. where is the money going out? I did something today. I was literally going through my books and checking some prices on stuff. And I realized that there was a thing on my mini, which I will not tell you what it is, but it was costing me money. And I was like, Oops, I did not realize that, and I'm glad I checked. Um, but there was something that that costs a little bit more money than I than I was a, aware of. Um, <laughs> for for either a bar or kitchen restaurant, we we have to take that into account. I believe, and I don't know. Obviously, some of you guys have been with us since season one. Um, there was a time when Nancy's Casina had flautas on the menu. And then we introduced quesadillas on the menu. And when I saw that there was 60 orders of quesadillas and two orders of flautas, there, you know, one of them had to go. And one we of them know has which to go. One. <laughs> but we have to make that those decisions of like, all right, we have to look at what our, you know, profit margin is and what it's costing. It's truly sitting down and investing you the time in your business to check that out. Absolutely. But no, it's, it's, the, it's not necessarily, did I pay myself a check? I just, I know I have to make sure that this business is viable on its own, but also giving me some perks because we're the ones working the business. Absolutely. So. And to quote Shark Tank. <laughs> If it's the more money is going out than is coming in and you don't see profitability in sight, it's time to reevaluate. And and doesn't mean close shop. That no, is not. And but it, it just might mean changing your business model, doing a, a little bit different. Um, or include or creating a new source of revenue in that business, which for example, Stay Classy has started to do catering, more private events outside of the bar, things like that. That's a different revenue stream that, you know, with my space, I have a very small place. I can only fit so many people. So at a certain point, I can't become more profitable because you can only fit so many people. So how do you create that separate revenue stream? No, for sure. And it's knowing that maybe it's sitting right in front of you, especially for Stay Classy to be able to say, hey, I can move to wherever you need me to go. I will be the bartender at your location. Um, that's actually been great. And you guys have done amazing at that. And I know we've got a couple things lined up with a couple events and you guys are the bartender um, that'll be serving that night. So I'm excited. You guys, we have been working on a lot of projects. <laughs> so many projects. Uh, so many projects, so little time. <laughs> Which speaking of, I think we're coming towards the end of our time. Already? I know, it goes by so fast. You guys, after four months, we have so much to talk about. Well, the good thing is that we have a whole season ahead of us, Nancy. <laughs> An entire season filled with a lot of great uh, content. I think we have a couple guests that'll be coming through this season. And um, I don't know, I'm really excited. I always said that last season, but I'm still really excited. <laughs> it really is. And honestly, although Katie and I have been seeing each other outside of the studio, it's so good to be back in the studio with you. It's our one-on-one -on -one time. It really is. We don't really get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. We don't. There's somebody we're always all over there. the place. And even <laughs> when we're both at the bar at the same time, she's handling something going on behind the bar. And I'm probably trying to make sure that, you know, my husband doesn't burn a tortilla. So we're, <laughs> we're all over the place. And then we're like crossing. What are you doing? Great. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm leaving one meeting. I'm coming in to do this one thing just in case for tomorrow. And then I'm leaving right now to go to another thing. <laughs> Isn't that the way our life just has function? <laughs> That's why it's so much fun. <laughs> Oh, well, I can't wait for next week. And, you know, if you need to, or if you need to, 
follow us on social media if you haven't already, because that's where you can really keep up to date with what we're doing. Uh, and that's BYO Bootstraps um, on all social media platforms. Follow me, Katie Selman, at, on Instagram. Nancy, you have a bunch of numbers behind yours. I'll let you say yours. Nancy706. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was Nance with the numbers. That's a good idea, you guys. If you are following us, follow us on our personal pages. See what we're up to. I know story-wise, we're always updating post-wise. I think I'm this year's definitely being more intentional of showing you guys where I'm at and what I'm doing. Um, but we will definitely, you know, we're, we're going to catch up with you guys at one point. So rather it's Instagram, Facebook, come by, see us at the bar, have a couple tacos, a couple of cocktails. It's a fun time. I promise you guys. There's nobody that's ever going to say they've been bored with Katie and Nancy oh, ever. Words that have never been spoken. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next time.